0: Character Studies- A. Esther The situation is given in Esther 1, where King Ahasuerus, or Xerxes, was having a party. He wanted to show off his beautiful wife with her crown, who refused. More than likely, his request was that she only wear her crown. Thus, her refusal to be paraded around like an object in front of the king and his drunken cohorts. However, in the context of the ancient Near East, to refuse a direct command of the king was treason. Though the king could have had her killed. He was merciful and apparently divorced her and deposed her from her position, thus opening up the situation for Esther to become queen. Esther's Jewish and given name was Hadassah. A word about that name. Like Mordecai, Esther had a Babylonian name, but her Hebrew name is also recorded. The Hebrew name Hadassah evidently means myrtle. This name is not attested anywhere else in the Old Testament or in any ancient records or literature. The Babylonian name Esther derives from Ishtar, the name of one of the most widely honored pagan goddesses. Since Ishtar was the goddess of love, the name seems especially fitting for the woman who was destined to win the heart of the Persian king. 1. We are not told how old Esther, or the other girls were. However, within the ancient Near East it was common for girls between the ages of 12 and 14 to get married, so Esther was probably around that age. Yes, that may gross us out, but remember that culture was very different back then, people didn't live as long, and they were much more mature than than those of the same age today. In Chapter 2, we have the Empire wide beauty search and contest. After a time, a group of women were chosen, among whom was Esther. Again, the specific situation of how the new queen was going to be chosen seems shallow to us, but this was the reality of the world in that day. These women were given whatever they wanted, which, as the book states, could be a musical instrument or item to show off their abilities. So, it was not just a beauty contest, but a talent show, to see whom the king liked best. The girls would go into the king's palace in the evening and then returned to the second harem the next morning, 2.14, a special place for these young ladies, the next morning. More than likely, this involved a sexual interaction for each of these girls. We are not told specifically, but that is insinuated. There are two possibilities when it comes to Esther. 1. She, like the other girls, showed their talents and submitted to whatever the king wanted. 2 she was different than the other girls, and only showed her talents without being involved in the sexual exploits that probably involved the other girls. If this was the case, it would have been unique, considering the rejection the king got from his former queen, who refused to do what he said. While some of this is speculation, it was a completely real situation for Esther, and she is never condemned for whatever she did in that context. Nonetheless, the king liked her best, and named Esther the next queen. More about that name. Esther, s Persian personal name meaning a star. Since this is not the biblical Esther's given name at birth, Esther 2 7, some have suggested that this name is linked to the planet Venus and the goddess Ishtar. Whether the name was given to her by her uncle Mordecai to hide her identity as a Jew or given to her when she was presented to the king, from the mindset of the Persians a name linked to the goddess of fertility would be appropriate for the queen's role. 2. She was either Mordecai's cousin or niece. Her ancestor Kish had been among the captives led away from Jerusalem by Nebuchadnezzar. Left an Orphoan, Esther was brought up by her cousin Mordecai, who held an office in the palace at Susa, Esther 2 5-7. 3, but she was related to Mordecai who was her adoptive father, 2-7. This is why we see often that she listened to him, 2 20. Esther, like Ruth, was a young woman who respected and followed authority. This is a pattern we have seen in godly women throughout the historical books. There is something else we see in her and that is her bravery, which is one reason why the Jews celebrate what she did but we also see something else, her fear. 4-4. Mordecai found out Haman's plot to destroy the Jews, which was transmitted to Esther as well as his request on behalf of the Jewish people to go before the king and ask for help and protection for the Jews. Mordecai gives the famous reminder to her in 4-13-14, then Mordecai told them to reply to Esther, do not imagine that you in the king's palace can escape any more than all the other Jews. For if you keep silent at this time, Liberation and rescue will arise for the Jews from another place, and you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you have not attained royalty for such a time as this. Applications, 1. Fear and courage. While we don't often consider this, these often go together. Yes, some are very brave and seemingly have no fear, like King David. But as human beings, we all have fear of something, whether legitimate or illegitimate. Part of God's work in our heart is to help us to overcome these fears, and fear him and do what is right in his eyes, which the world could either call foolishness or bravery. God calls it bravery. Yes, the Holy Spirit must empower us to be brave, but step by step in our lives, with the small victories we have, we learn to build courage for the next decision we must make in life. When we do what is right, we again, are strengthened to do the right thing the next time, and the cycle continues until we go to be with the Lord. If you are still living in fear, that is not where God wants you to live, and in fact. You are not living. This is a lesson, actually many lessons, I've had to learn and am still learning. You cannot let fear paralyze you, or use it as an excuse to make bad decisions. Some of our bad decisions are based on our fears, insecurities, or fear of what others think of us, etc. This is not living life for the Lord, but for ourselves and for others, and this will never lead you into maturity, nor victory. What is the cure? Faith building your faith on good theology, God's truth, the Bible, doctrine, and proper application will help you overcome your fears, so you too can be brave like Esther. 2. For such a time as this. This is probably the most famous phrase from this book. It is a good phrase and one that is true for every Christian in every era. I used to think it would have been really cool to have been born during the medieval times, but as I got older, I realized how hard it was for people to live at that time, and that God didn't place me there, but in the here and now for such a time as this. God has done the same for you. He has placed you where you are for such a time as this, to fulfill His purpose in your life and through your life. There are people who need to hear about Jesus that you know and that your pastor or Bible teacher or professor will never meet. There are people whom you can disciple, that God has placed in your path. There is a vocation, a ministry, relationships, and more works that God has for you to fulfill, Ephesians 2:10. You are not a mistake. Where you are is not a mistake. Who you are is not a mistake. What God is doing in your life is not a mistake. God brought you into His world for such a time as this. Seek Him, and what He wants to do in your life, and through your life and fulfill your purpose, for His glory, by His empowerment. Now, after fasting, and asking others to fast, Queen Esther the Brave, went to see the King. She too took her life into her hands, because if He didn't raise the golden scepter, she could have been put to death, 4:11 Then with her words, If I perish, I perish. 4 16b, she went to see the king and was welcomed by her. We see her faith too. Faith is action, and another principle we have seen often in the historical books. She, in her wisdom, invited Haman and the king to two banquets. The way to the king's heart is through his stomach I suppose. In the second banquet she told the king what was going on, to his surprise. With great tact and skill, Esther exposed Haman's plot and true character to the king. As a result, Ahasuerus granted the Jews the right to defend themselves and to destroy their enemies. With ironic justice, they hanged Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Esther 7:10. Even today Jews celebrate their deliverance from Ahasuerus' edict at the Feast of Purim. Esther 9:26-32, celebrated on the 14th and 15th days of the month of Adar. 4. Esther is another wonderful woman in a long line of women we see in the historical books and their importance and prominence in God's redemption plan. Don't let anyone tell you that God doesn't value women, or that the Old Testament, and new for that matter, is against women, because that is a lie of Satan. Yes, there are different roles for men and women, but God values everyone and can use anyone who is willing. Be Mordecai. Here is a summary about him. Many of the Jews exiled in 596 BC were influential, Mordecai's relatives even could have been nobility. 2 Kings 2412 12-14 reveals that the deportations specifically involved the men of valor, craftsmen, and smiths, and that only the poorest people of the land remained in Jerusalem during the 596 BC deportation. The former empire, Babylon, intentionally utilized noble foreigners in their courts. Persia likely had similar practices, Dan 1-3-5. 5. The name Mordecai almost certainly derives from the name Marduk, the chief god of the Babylonian pantheon. It was a common name of the era, well attested in ancient Babylonian records. It was even born by one of the Jewish leaders who returned from Babylon to rebuild the temple in 520 BC, Ezra 2-2. Commentators ancient and modern have been disturbed by the fact that this Jewish hero bore a pagan name. But there is nothing unique about the phenomenon. Papyri documents discovered in Egypt have yielded many examples of Jews whose children bore pagan names. While some see such names as evidence of religious syncretism, combining elements of different faiths, other possibilities exist. Probably, Mordecai's parents simply gave their son a name that was familiar in the land where he was growing up. It is also likely that Mordecai possessed two names, a Hebrew name used in the Jewish community and a Gentile name used in business or official settings. Daniel and his comrades, whose religious fidelity is beyond question, all possessed pagan names given to them by their Babylonian overseer, Daniel 1 7. The fact that these names have pagan origins reveals nothing about the faithfulness, or lack thereof, of those who bore them. 6. Here's a little bit more about his background and events in the book. Mordecai was probably born in Babylonia during the years of the captivity of the Jewish people by this pagan nation. He was a resident of Susa, Shushan, the Persian capital during the reign of Ahasuerus, Xerxes I, the king of Persia, ruled 486-465 BC. When Mordecai's uncle, Abihail died, Esther 2-5, Mordecai took his orphan cousin, Hadassah, Esther, into his home as her adoptive father. Esther 2-7. When two of the king's eunuchs, Bigthan and Teresh, conspired to assassinate King Ahasuerus, Mordecai discovered the plot and exposed it, saving the king's life, Esther 221 22 Mordecai's good deed was recorded in the Royal Chronicles of Persia, Esther 2:23. Mordecai showed his loyalty to God by refusing to bow to Haman, the official second to the king, Esther 3-2-5. According to the Greek historian Herodotus, when the Persians bowed before their king, they paid homage as to a god. Mordecai, a Jew, would not condone such idolatry. Haman's hatred for Mordecai sparked his plan to kill all the Jews in the Persian Empire, Esther 3-6. Mordecai reminded his cousin, who had become Queen Esther, of her god-given opportunity to expose Haman to the king and to save her people, Esther 3 one 4 The plot turned against Haman, who ironically was impaled on the same stake that he had prepared for Mordecai, Esther 7:10. Haman was succeeded by Mordecai, who now was second in command to the most powerful man in the kingdom. He used his new position to encourage his people to defend themselves against the scheduled massacre planned by Haman. Persian officials also assisted in protecting the Jews, an event celebrated by the annual Feast of Purim, Esther nine twenty six 26-32. 7. We are introduced to Mordecai in Esther 2. We are given his heritage and situation in verses 5-7. In verse 21, We also learn that he was sitting at the king's gate, which means he had some place of prominence or a high position. The gate was the area of the city where officials or elders would go to hear cases and make political decisions. More than likely, Mordecai overheard the plan of the two guards to murder the king, 221 23 The king's life was saved and the event was recorded in the official documentation of the kingdom. This event, though not seemingly critical at the time, is what God will use in the future to change the course of history. Though the Book of Esther is focused on the amazing young woman we just studied, Mordecai's impact and influence in this book cannot be understated. Application: There are situations we face on a daily basis, and none of us know how they will impact our future or the future of those we love. What do we do? We make the best decision we can with what we know, and what we have at that time, after praying, and then trust the Lord for the outcome. Without this situation, the book and historical events recorded in the book would have had a very different ending, particularly for the Jewish people. Mordecai's faithfulness was rewarded by the Lord. In Esther 10, he is exalted to the second highest position in the empire, second only to the king, which is foreshadowed in chapter 6 with his exaltation because of his protection of the king. We see parallels with the life of Joseph in many ways with Mordecai. Both were taken to a foreign land, faithful to God, helped save the king and kingdom through a difficult situation, and then exalted to a high position. Application, we also see a picture of Jesus here too. I will let Paul address this, from Philippians 2 5-10, Have this attitude in yourselves which was also in Christ Jesus, who, as He already existed in the form of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but emptied Himself by taking the form of a bondservant and being born in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, He humbled Himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, death on a cross. For this reason also God highly exalted Him, and bestowed on Him the name which is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow, of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Application, let God exalt you. Don't try to exalt yourself like. See Haman. As I mentioned in part one of the notes, he was a pawn in a greater spiritual battle that began in the beginning. Egypt, Assyria, Babylon, Mado-Persian Empire, though primarily the Persians, Rome, Islam, Hitler and a future Antichrist all wanted or want one thing, the annihilation or assimilation of the Jewish people. Haman was an Agagite. Apparently, the term means a descendant of Agag. Only Haman, the arch-villain in the Book of Esther, is called an Agagite, Esther 3-1. Agagite is probably a synonym for Amalekite. 8. Here's more about the Amalekites. They were a nomadic tribe of formidable people that first attacked the Israelites after the Exodus at Rephidim. Descendants of Amalek, the grandson of Esau, Genesis 36 12, they inhabited the desolate wasteland of the northeast Sinai Peninsula and the Negev. They were the first to attack Israel after the Exodus, Numbers 24-20. Israel won the initial battle, Exodus 17:8-16, but later was driven back into the Sinai wilderness by a coalition of Amalekites and Canaanites, Numbers 1439-45. Thereafter the Amalekites waged a barbaric guerrilla war against Israel, Deuteronomy 25:17-19. Fighting continued after Israel settled in Canaan. Because of their atrocities, God commanded Saul to exterminate the Amalekites, 1 Sam. Fifteen two 2 3 Saul disobeyed and the Amalekites were not defeated completely until late in the 8th century BC, 1 Chronicles four forty three. No archaeological data concerning the Amalekites has been discovered to date. 9. So, there was a long tumultuous history between the Amalekites and the Israelites. Haman continued that animosity through his desire to murder the Jews, all because Mordecai refused to bow to him. Application, it's amazing how the decisions of one person can cause such hatred in the heart of some people for so many. It's amazing how some use that one person or situation as an excuse for all sorts of evil things. That still happens to this day and will happen until Jesus returns. But guess what? If the Israelites had obeyed God and followed through on conquering the promised land and wiping out the Amalekites, Haman would not have existed and the situation would never have occurred. Application, the implications of our disobedience can echo in the lives of those who come after us. Haman was a prideful man too. We see that throughout this book. He sought his own way and his own benefit and thought everything was about him. Surprisingly the king never saw through his facade, until the end when he was exposed. Application, be sure that your pride will be exposed too. It may not be to everyone, but Haman is a warning against the consequences of pride, which the Bible warns about often. If you see pride in your heart, deal with it. If not, God will expose it and it will be much more painful when he deals with it. What do we do with it? Kill it on the gallows like Haman was killed on the gallows. Pride, as with any sin, must be dealt with specifically, directly, and brutally. Find out from where it comes from and deal with the core issues too, and not just the symptoms. That brings us to an end of our historical books class. Congratulations. You made it. Next week, or class 14 is the final. As a reminder, while it is somewhat comprehensive, most of the materials and questions will come from the midterm to the Book of Esther. Study your notes, review the quizzes, and may the Lord bless your work and effort on the final exam. I hope this class has been an encouragement to you, and not only helped you see the importance of the historical books, but how applicable the truths are to our lives today, and how God's Word connects with itself, not only in the prophets, but also the New Testament. Mahalo for a wonderful class. Dash. one. Walton, J. H., 2009. Zondervan Illustrated Bible Backgrounds Commentary, Old Testament, 1 and 2 Kings, 1 and 2 Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Volume 3, p. 482. Zondervan. 2. Esther. 2003. In C. Brand, C. Draper, A. England, S. Bond, E. R. Clendenin, and T. C. Butler, Eds, Holman Illustrated Bible Dictionary, p. 509. Holman Bible Publishers. Logos Bible Software. 3. Merrill F. Unger, The New Unger's Bible Dictionary, Chicago, Illinois, Moody Bible Publishers, 1988, 377. 4. Youngblood, R. F. Bruce, F. F., and Harrison, R. K., Thomas Nelson Publishers, eds., 1995. In Nelson's New Illustrated Bible Dictionary. Thomas Nelson Incorporated, Logos Bible Software. Five. Barry J D Mangum D Brown D R Kaiser M S Custis M Ritzma E Whitehead M M Gregoni M R and Bomar D 2012 2016 Faith Life Study Bible S two to five to six Lexham Press Logos Bible Software. 6, Walton, J., H., 2009. Zondervan Illustrated Bible Backgrounds Commentary, Old Testament, 1 and 2 Kings, 1 and 2 Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Volume 3, p. 481. Zondervan. Logos Bible Software. 7, Youngblood, R. F., Bruce, F., F., and Harrison, R. K., Thomas Nelson Publishers, eds. 1995. In Nelson's New Illustrated Bible Dictionary. Thomas Nelson incorporated Logos Bible Software. 8. Agagite. 2003. In C. Brand, C. Draper, A. England, S. Bond, E. R. Clendenin, and T. C. Butler, Ed's, Holman Illustrated Bible Dictionary, P. 33. Holman Bible Publishers. Logos Bible Software. 9. Matthews, L. 2003. Amalekite. In C. Brand, C. Draper, A. England, S. Bond, E. R. Clendonen, and T. C. Butler, Eds, Holman Illustrated Bible Dictionary, P. 54. Holman Bible Publishers. Logos Bible Software.